0: It's hard to fly with turkeys, but if you surround yourself with eagles, you can it's so much easier to fly.
1: Welcome to the House Flipping HQ Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of wholesaling and house flipping businesses. The systems and automation that we discuss will help you build a real business instead of another job for yourself. From beginners to those doing hundreds of houses a year, we go deep into the details and strategies that are working today.
0: And now your host, Bill Allen.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the House Living HQ podcast. This is Bill Allen. And uh, today I've got another uh, special guest for you. So I've been doing a series on uh, kind of the Uh, Board of Directors, we did that. Then we brought in my team uh, in Blackjack, a lot of my staff, and then we're starting to talk about Flip Hacking Live and some of the speakers that are coming on uh, stage with us at Flip Hacking Live, doing some really cool stuff in their business all around the country and ready to share all the goods for you guys in uh, San Diego in October. And uh, today I've got a good friend of mine uh, in Utah, Tyler Jensen. What's up, Tyler?
0: Hey, how's it going, man?
1: It's going good. So. Hey, you know, I see. I just saw on Facebook. I've been watching everything that you're doing right now, and I know that you and I have talked about this, but I don't know if the world knows it, like the podcast world. So, you just finished a house in seven days, a
0: forty thousand dollar rehab in seven days, a flip, full flip, right? Full on flip. We gutted the house, forty thousand dollar rehab in six and a half days, but we had to round up, so seven days, we did it, forty thousand dollar rehab. Awesome. All right,
1: let's just end the podcast right here. That's it. Just
0: drop drop <laughs> the mic. Yeah, <laughs> Later. that's so it.
1: So <laughs> obviously, we'll definitely talk about that because that's a really exciting stuff. I know. Sure. Um, you know, you and I were talking about that a little bit. You've wanted to do it for a while, so we'll dig into that. So, hey, before we get too far in, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit? Just tell your story. What's uh, who are you? Uh, where are you at? And
0: what do you do? Yeah, for sure. Let me let me take you way back. So I did the traditional round. I went to college did that whole thing. I was, I worked through corporate America. I was a COO for a while. I did accounting was my degree, Um, but I was flipping houses all through college, right? I graduated high school and I, I went and lived in a different, in Australia for a couple of years for, I did a church mission. And then after that I came back and yeah, I started flipping houses. So I would do one or two houses a year and I would do everything myself. So I would do all the tile and the paint and everything and I was making $10 an hour doing it right and so I would do that and I would flip a house and it would help me pay for college and I would keep doing that and um yeah so that's how I went through I paid through college was flipping houses
1: okay let me jump in real quick you said you're making $10 an hour like did you know that then or like when you were doing it or did you think you were not on my
0: first like three or four flips I had no clue but then I started man I'm working on spring break and I'm working on Christmas vacation and I'm here at night by myself laying tile, and I'm like, man, I could totally pay someone to do this, and it would be more more efficient for me, and I'd have my time back, and yeah, so anyways, I didn't at the time when I was doing it, but it was kind of cool to look back and be like, man, that was stupid. Like so, I learned a lot. I I've watched, watched a lot of YouTube videos, how to lay tile and stuff like that. But.
1: It's funny. I did that too. So my first house that I bought to, to kind of live in after my, my disaster in San Diego in 2006, um, and the one that I bought in like 2010, I did the same thing. I laid tile, I, I just gutted a whole bathroom and redid it because it was old and nasty and the other one was nice. And I had no idea, it was just watch YouTube videos, did it myself. But like, so you're saying with like the way that you think now, looking back, you know that you were making 10 bucks an
0: hour and it was stupid. Oh, totally. Okay. Totally.
1: So when was this? What year was this that you were kind of like uh, working your way through?
0: 2007 is when I started. So I was right in the bust of the market. We were doing, I would buy short sales and, um, we would flip contracts doing short sales. So we were wholesaling before wholesaling was cool. Um, so we would do a couple of those and then we would buy foreclosures and we would flip them. So okay. that's how we started because 2008, the market was dead and crashed. And that's kind of where we would find deals is foreclosures. And where was this? Where were you doing this? In Salt Lake. Yep. In in Utah. So. And who's we? You say we. Me and my dad, We, my dad and I started it and then my dad kind of got out of it and I just kept going. So my dad and I went, got in it and we started a company. It was called Pay It Forward Enterprises. When I was a kid, my, kid, my dad foreclosed on a house. And so our, our plan was that we would help other people to avoid that situation. And so we started a company. It was called Pay It Forward Real Estate. And that's where we started. And we would just help people get out of foreclosure. We would buy their house and we would flip it. Or we would flip the contract. We would do a, an A to B, B to C closing. We would double close it and yeah that's how we would help people pay it forward i guess is to we were there we've been there it sucked so let's help you out
1: okay so 2007 you started doing that uh kind of working through one one flip a year uh one or two flips a year one
0: or two flips a year and then i got a really good job out of college i was a director of operations for a manufacturing company and then i went and i was a coo for an investment firm I had 130 employees. I had a great title. I had a. I was making a ton of money, but I was working 80, 90 hours a week and it was killing my marriage and I would come home and I'd be ornery and I, I just dealt with employees' problems and I hated it, right? So the title was cool and it was what I thought I wanted, this big title in, in corporate America, but it just turned out that that really wasn't my path. So I stayed in corporate America for a while. I would flip houses here and there. And then about two years ago, I'm like, I hate this. I hate working 80 hours a week. I hate only getting uh, three weeks of vacation every year. And I'd have to work at night and we'd go through audits and all of that. And it just wasn't fun. So I wanted something that I could make money in. And I knew that real estate was that. And then I wanted time with my family too. That was super important to me. So I started flipping houses on a more consistent basis I said hey look I know how to do this let me figure it out and struggle through it and make it happen so I would do four to six a year while I was still working my full-time job and then a year ago actually September 1st uh, 2018 I was losing money by going to work I was making more money on real <laughs> estate than I was my w2 job and I'm gonna talk about that at flip hacking live I'll show you my w2 what I was making And I'll show you what I was making in real estate as well. So it just, it was costing me money to go to work, which is a cool place to be, right? And so I, we took the leap and we had about six months of savings. And I told my wife that, hey, I really want to do real estate full time. And she thought it was a terrible idea and she didn't want to do it. But now a year later, I asked her, I'm like, okay, it's been a year. We made it past the six month mark. What do you think now? And she absolutely loves it. She loves the lifestyle that we have. I get to spend time with her and my kids. I'm not working nights and weekends and traveling all the time. So it's just been a game changer for us. It's been pretty incredible ride.
1: Cool. And, uh, I asked you to come on the podcast on Saturday night. So if you guys are, don't know, we're, yep. we're recording this on Saturday night. I've been so busy preparing for everything. So I'm sure your wife is really happy with me right now.
0: No, it's all good. I told her, I'm like, this is a cool opportunity. You can see I'm wearing my Utah gear. It was game day today. So I watched a lot of college football today. That's what I do. I love college football. So yep,
1: it's awesome. Uh, I got the opportunity today. I had like one of the best days I've had. I got to spend time with my five-year-old. We uh, flew down to Atlanta from Nashville. We watched the Georgia tech football game i got to go i went to georgia tech so uh they were playing uh university of south florida today and i haven't been to a game in probably like five years so it was so cool to go down there and you know go to some of the old stomping grounds and the restaurants and live it up for a few hours and then we were able to come back and fly home and cool Made it to bedtime pretty much. <laughs> so
0: what a cool experience for your kid too, like hang out with dad and go to a college football game. Oh,
1: so awesome! So it's really cool. What about your family? You, uh, what, what does your
0: family look like? Family, I have. I'm married. My wife is Leticia. Is her name? And then I have three boys. So I have an eight year old, four, and well, eighteen months. Yeah. All boys in this house. We don't know how to do girls. So. Just boys, just like you, Bill, right? Just boys. uh,
1: We both got three boys. And if I had a girl even stop by, I would have no idea what to do with her. Yeah, I'm the
0: same. (laughs) We're all about sticks and rocks and bugs and dirt. And we don't do any of the dresses and we don't know how to do that in this house.
1: That's right. So, okay. (laughs) So you were flipping houses, you're doing um, like kind of on the side and then you got to the point where you're making more money in real estate than in your W2. So you said, Hey, I'm out of here, quit your job. Uh, jumped all in about a year ago. It was that Join hard seven transition
0: flipping as part of I actually joined seven figure flipping before I quit my job. and so I, I I had qualified. I was still making a good income in flipping houses, but joined seven figure flipping. I was doing any like six to eight deals a year on my own, and we're on track to do forty this year. We'll hit forty flips in in a year. And so that's just the power of this group and the power of of uh, flip hacking live and, and seven figure flipping and all of that, it's just it's quadrup It's just tenfolded my business. It's been incredible. So, That's awesome.
1: So yeah. before before we jump into like why that happened and how it happened, um, I want to talk a little, we have a lot of people that listen that have full-time jobs. I know I was there about, you know, four years ago and it took me two years before I left my uh, W-2 job in the military. So I get a lot of questions of like, Hey, when's the right time? What does it look like? Like, how do you make that decision? How do you, how do you build a business while you're working full-time? So like, what did it look like for you? So what did you do um, when you were working full time and then doing this on the side? Like, how did you? How'd you
0: yeah, get- so for me, it was all about hustle, right? I was I was working at night on flipping houses, and I would do it in the morning, and then it got to this weird point, right, at my job, that I was spending more time doing real estate because that's where my passion and my what I really liked doing, and so it was probably going to come to the point that they were either going to fire me or I was going to quit because. My focus wasn't there. I didn't have my heart in doing financials and accounting and, and doing all of that. My heart was in flipping real estate because I, I love doing it. I'm, I'm the type of guy that I like mowing my lawn because I, I get a finished product when I'm done, right? Like that's super rewarding to me. And so I, I enjoy that and flipping houses and all of that was gave me that opportunity And so, yeah, I just slowly I was fully focused in work and then I could I could feel that I was drifting away from work and I was getting closer to real estate. So it probably would have come down to them just saying, hey, you know, you're not you're not performing for us anyways. And I wasn't to be true. Totally honest. I wasn't doing my job. I was getting paid, but I wasn't doing it well and I wasn't doing it because I didn't want to. My my heart and my passion was in real estate. So the to answer your question, the right time, there's never a right time, right? It's just it's just when it's the best time. And for us, if we came to this crossroad that, hey, I hate my job, I hate what I'm doing, I wanted freedom. We had flipped, I think we did two houses in one month, which was huge for us. And so we had enough that I said, Hey, look, we can I'm qualified, I'm highly educated, I went to school, I, I did all these other things, right? I could go find another job. But this is the chance to, to make something. And there's a quote by Jim Carrey that has always stuck with me that he's like, you can fail at something that you hate or, or you could fail at something that you're good at. Right. I slaughtered that quote, but it just, his dad was an accountant and he hated it. Right. He never took a chance on following his dreams. And I didn't want to be that. I wanted to take that opportunity and I wanted to follow my dreams and my passion. I I wanted time with my family. And so that was the decision. And my wife was against it. She was supportive, right? She said, okay, I'll support you. And I'll give you that six month window. And if we run out of savings, then you you're done, right? You need to go and get another job and have that steady income. And I said, look, I promise you that you'll never know a difference. You'll, I'll pay us the same salary. I'll make sure we have health benefits. You won't even know the only difference is I'm going to be locked in the basement instead of going to the office. And that's what we did. Like I, I started my business in my basement and I would make phone calls and I would go to all these networking events and I would study and I would learn. And that's what we did. And so we made that leap. So it wasn't the best, the right time, right? I, I didn't know that it was the right time. It was terrifying, but it was so relieving that that day when I gave my two weeks notice was I was just, I had this energy that I was so excited because I knew that I was, I had that chance to follow my dreams and make something happen.
1: Yeah, I think the big thing that I hear there is that when when you have that opportunity, like that opportunity presents itself and when you're almost like obsessed and addicted, like you're, you're, you're kind of all in on it. That's all you think about. It's what you're doing. You really want to, you really want to take it and run with it. And I remember when, when it was, I was that way as well. Like I was looking at auctions and I was looking at real estate and I'm sitting there at my desk at work when I'm supposed to be doing paperwork or something else. And I'm like daydreaming or my mind is going somewhere else to this other place where um, I'm like wondering what, what could be, right? What, what if I did that full-time? Like, what if I could actually jump all in and do it? And I think there's a lot of people out there that really like this stuff and like the idea and the concept and they, they might not have any experience. Sometimes I hear people are like, "Man, I really wish that I could just quit my full-time job and go into real estate, but I've never done a deal or anything. So I, I say it's probably the wrong, the wrong move right don't, now. Don't quit your but, job. Yeah. 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 Get some experience, get some, uh, get, get some, get a couple deals under your belt. You can do this as a kind of a side hustle in the beginning to see if it's something that you want to do because that's that's the thing for me. I'm I'm definitely not the kind of guy who's just gonna go like just quit what I'm doing, burn the boats, just go all in on something I have no idea about. I'm gonna learn about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna take some action and, and I'm gonna see some success or or fail. And see what that's like, and then determine is this the right place for me, and do I want to continue down that road? Um, I mean, I, I remember when I was, you know, getting ready to go to flight school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I checked out a submarine, I went on a surface ship, I went and with the with the Marines, with the Seals, uh, went and fly, flew with some guys, and then I was like, man, these these pilots, they don't really work that hard. They play golf and then they fly. It's pretty cool. Um, so that kind of drew me in, and then. I just, that's when I went all in. It's like, Hey, this is something that I'm interested in. I'm actually enjoying it. Now I'm all in. So I think, uh, like, don't, don't quit your full-time job. We're not definitely not telling you quit your job, start in real estate. If you don't know what you're doing, don't have any money, don't have any time, like all that stuff. But I think, you know, when you get in there, you become like, you become obsessed with it. You really are enjoying it. And that's what happened to me too. I mean, I remember the exact same thing. I'm just going, man, this is like all I think about. I'm up at night. Um, I'm up in the morning. It's the first thing I'm thinking about is where can I find the next deal? And it's kind of a rush. Like that's what I like about real estate. It's like you get this next deal and I can see the profit that we're going to make and the opportunity and what we can do to these places. And it's enjoyable. I really like it. Even kind of the ups and downs of it. It, it allows me to focus on what I can do to add value to the business and, and to the, uh, to the house and the community and all that stuff. So, um, it's really kind of something that I can control. Whereas I felt like my, I didn't really control my W2 job, you know? Um, so, okay. So you left your, you left your job, jumped all in, into real estate. So, and you went from going, doing like four to six deals to like 40 deals. So what was the, like, what was it? How did that happen? Was it like a mindset change? Was it like, what was it that allowed you to have that kind of growth over what I assumed to be one year?
0: Yeah, and it, it was over time, right? I always knew that I could do that, but doing like 100 deals was just mind-blowing to me. I wasn't even doing 40 deals, was nuts, right? But it was, it was surrounding myself. I knew that I had to do seven-figure flipping, and I did that. That was when Justin Williams and Andy McFarland is in my market, and I knew who Andy was, and we had talked and all of that, but I took Andy out to lunch, and he's doing a million deals compared to my six, right? And I said, Andy, like, what's really the secret? Like, what, what is it? And he's like, you need to surround yourself with good people who can educate you. And that really meant a lot to me. And so I said, hey, how do I do that? So I pulled money out of my 401k so I could do seven-figure flipping. Like, I cashed it in. I said, this is it. I need to do this because this is people are smarter than me and they're doing all these deals. And I want to do that. And so I did. And it was the best gamble I've ever made. Um, because I surrounded myself by people who were smarter than me that I could take their 10 years of experience and turn it into one year of experience. Tell me all your pitfalls, what to avoid, how to avoid those, and tell me about your successes and how you got there. So it's so weird to me doing this this podcast with you because I, I not that long ago, you and I were doing my onboarding call, right? And I was asking you, how do you market for deals and how do you find deals and Tell me about you have employees. That's nuts. I do everything myself. But going from six to 40 was really just following that system. How do I work myself out of a job or work myself out of a company? What do I do every day? And how can I hire someone to do that? So my project manager now that I have is incredible. And you mentioned the seven day flip. He planned the whole thing. He implemented it. I was the visionary and I had the idea and I said, I want to make this happen And he did it. And that was a a super testament to me of like where I was. I was laying tile on Christmas break in college. And I just did a $40,000 rehab and I didn't do anything, right? Like that is a huge jump to me and just having that belief. But it was other people around me saying, yeah, dude, you could do it. You could probably do a flip in seven days. That's nuts, but do it, like go for it. And that encouragement totally changes your mindset. And for me, it was that mindset and then failing, right? Failing fast. We lost my, when I first started flipping houses, we lost like 30 grand on my first deal. That was a fun education. And then I learned from that and said, okay, let's never do that again. That was painful. And yeah, so fail fast and surround yourself by good people. That was really the game changer for me.
1: Okay. So I hear this. I hear that a lot. And I'm sure the people on the podcast that are listening to the podcast are probably like, okay, yeah, I get it. Surround yourself with the right people. They're in seven figure flipping. I need to join seven figure flipping. Great. Like what, what in there? uh, Like I want some, I want the meat, man. You went from four to six deals to 40 deals. Like what asset inside of there allowed you to do that? Like you might not even have looked at it or thought about it this way, but there's something that changed. Like there's something along the way that, that changed for you that allowed you to do that? And like, what was it? It it could be like, you hired the right person. It was people like, what asset inside of a group like this allowed you to do that?
0: So the biggest asset for me was I didn't ever think it was possible. I had no idea that you could do a hundred deals in a year. That was not possible to me. Like it just didn't make sense. But having people that, believed in me. And that said, yeah, you can totally do it. And giving me permission. I remember you in our first podcast, you said, why not? Why can't you do that? And I was like, holy cow, why, why can't I do that? So just, and that's a hard question to answer. But for me, it was, it's really just that mindset. And then it was learning what other people were doing and how they were doing it. I didn't know how to market. I didn't know what direct mail was, or I was finding deals the MLS from realtors or I was once in a while I would get a wholesaler that would give me a deal and that's how we were finding deals. But the systems that I learned and the processes of hiring people has just been incredible. So my my project manager is a huge asset today. He's my best hire by far. And because he we're doing nine flips right now and I don't do anything. I got to hang out with my family today and watch college football while he's ordering materials and he's doing all of that. So the the juice and the asset from seven from being a part of that group was just it's hard to fly with turkeys, but if you surround yourself with eagles, you can it's so much easier to fly, right? And that's what I did. I felt like I was surrounded by turkeys. I would go to the the meetings, the rias and there's no deals, there's no deals and I had that, yeah, you're right. There is no deals but then getting around with people, they're like, holy cow, we have too many deals. We have to wholesale deals. Andy McFarland was like, we have too many deals to flip, so we have to wholesale deals. And that was my, that was just super eye-opening. So the real juice is that my belief and my ceiling of what I thought was possible was totally changed, and it just opened my eyes to what really is possible. But yeah, that's, I don't know if that's the, the right answer to your question, but to me, it was, it was just that, that belief in myself that I could do it and the, the roadmap of how to get there.
1: I think the cool thing here is there is no right answer, right? It's the right answer for you. So yeah. what did you need to get there? And and we had it. And what somebody else needs might be something different. Like it might sure. be a strategy and a skill or it might be the, uh, they just need to be around the people at the meetings or maybe it's the Facebook group just asking questions on a regular basis. So there's something there that can move the needle for for everybody. And for me, yes. that for your answer is the exact same for me. Like I was right. doing one deal a year and I, my my whole goal was to do 12. I'd never seen anybody doing this. But when, when I got in there, it was the people were like, if everybody's doing 30 or 40 deals, this just becomes the norm at that point. And it, when you're doing two or three, it's kind of like, yeah I can do more, but I think the biggest thing is like is also doing it responsibly, like really scaling in a responsible manner, because what I see a lot of times is people try to just blow it out of the water and go from doing one deal to doing one hundred and fifty overnight, outspend their uh their runway, they just you know kind of grow too big too fast, and that's what I talked about at Flip flippacking Live last year is I gave a presentation of um, I was not an overnight success to from zero to a hundred deals in a day, you know, it took me almost four, four and a half months to put the first dollar in the bank. And I remember that first $9,900 that went in the bank because I had spent 20, a little over 20,000 before I put that back in the bank. So I went, "Whew, it's getting a little, get a little hot in here. I got like two more months of marketing money here. Uh, this better start working because I see everybody else doing that. And I know I can do it. So and then kind of building off that confidence. And whenever I had a question, I just wanted to see if like get my question answered right away. You know, I hit a wall. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to ask. 20 different people on 10 different forums. I'm going to go into where the pros live and I'm going to ask them what I need to do. And they're going to tell me what I need to do. And then I'm going to go do it. And so I've been doing a lot of thinking about this lately of everybody's got a little bit different story or a little bit different, like something that they're pulling out from this this group or any of our groups, frankly, or Flip Hacking Live. You know, that's, that's a great place to, to change your mindset and go to get the permission that you need and see that these are just normal, real people that are just like you that have, same problems as you that have probably some of them have bigger problems than you and life's not perfect their business isn't perfect but it's just the imperfect action that they're taking and they have these goals that are just set way higher than yours it's like it's like the setting on their amplifiers just turned way up and yours is on whisper mode so crank up the amplifier if you want to and you can do more like we can accomplish way more than we think we can um, with, with the skills and everything that we have available to us. So um, I think it's cool. We can kind of, you know, you set your goal wherever you want it. I set my goal wherever I want it. Somebody else sets their goal where they want it. If they want a small team and they, they want to, you know, keep it all they can and get them from doing two, three deals to doing 10, 15 deals a year. I mean, that's a huge difference. And from going from four to six to 40, I mean, that's a massive difference, you know? So, okay. So you, you went to 40 where, where you talked about kind of like marketing channels and some different things. Like where are you getting, you're, you're primarily a
0: flipper, right? Do you wholesale nope. still? Nope. I a hundred percent rehab. Okay. So those are all flips. I'm 40 pretty rare flips. breed. I feel like that there's not a lot of us that just flip houses, but yeah, that's all I do because I love it. And I I needed to focus on that, doing two, running two different companies and and the wholesale and flipping, it didn't work for my brain. I, I could focus on one thing and I wanted to put all my energy there. And so flipping was that road for me.
1: So, I'm pretty passionate about that, especially right now that I really think that wholesaling and flipping are just two completely separate businesses. It's different accountability charts, different structures of those businesses. If you really want to run it like a business, you should, like, I need to have two different people running those two different businesses primarily, or somebody's going to be stretched thin. We, I really feel like we rob our wholesaling businesses operating at like 110% and our flipping business operating at like 70%. So, I really feel like we rob a lot from our wholesale business to feed that flipping business just because it's not as, it's not as automated we're not, we don't focus on it as much. It's just, I think the people that we have in place, just the structure of our wholesaling business is just off the charts right now. And for me, that's where I want to start. I want to focus, but um, okay. So primary hundred percent flipper, 40 yep. deals. So um, your business probably looks a lot different than mine. So what is it, you know, where do you get your deals? Where are some of the places that you kind of go to find properties?
0: Yeah. So I have two acquisition managers that are outsourcing deals. So we have incoming leads, right? We do a lot of RVM and Facebook ads and stuff like that, that we're getting internal self-generated leads that we get deals from. And then we're also, we have really good networking skills. So when I was hustling back when I had my W2 job, I met a lot of really good con- connections with realtors and wholesalers and, and just attorneys. We've got a couple deals from divorce attorneys and, we just have a really good network. And so one of my acquisition guys focuses on network and, and dealing with wholesalers and all of that. And it's okay to buy wholesale. I just spent 30 grand on a, on a wholesale deal. I'm gonna make 40 on it. So I'm okay to spend that money because I didn't have to go out and, and do the marketing and I do not have to have the overhead and I don't have to have all the other stuff that these wholesalers have to pay for to get those deals, right? So to me, it was all, of, that's how we're getting our deals is is internal self-generated leads that we have an acquisition manager. I just hired an office manager or lead manager. Um, we've had two before, but they didn't work out. And so I'm on my third one. And um, But she's awesome. And I'm super stoked to bring her on board and to just increase that internal leads. And then just have my other acquisition guy do what he's doing. He's buying two to three properties a month from our network, just from guys that we know. So our market spend, our marketing spend is, is super low. We're spending maybe three grand a month on marketing. And that's it because we run a really lean operation. We get a lot of deals from our network and so we don't have to spend the money. Like wholesalers are spending, some of these guys are 30, 40, 50 grand a month to get a ton of deals right but that's a lot of overhead that I when I first started I didn't have that cash so that's what we do I was like how can I I have a manufacturing background how do we keep it lean and still do a lot of volume and that's what we did that's what I built is how do I I was doing all the networking events I don't do those anymore and then we had leads and I was going to all those appointments and I don't do that anymore so it was just building that, those systems in place to make it happen and to get 40 deals. So that's, that's what I'm doing. It's no secret. It's really easy. It's probably not the best method and we could totally blow it up. But the risk of spending 30 grand in a month to get two deals for us, I didn't like that risk. So I said, how do I make a better calculated risk and how do I still get three to four deals a month? And that's what my business looks like. So.
1: Yeah. And you're talking to a guy who spends about $45,000 a month in marketing. So, and I know, I'll tell you right now, you're, I guarantee that your margins are a lot fatter than my margins. Uh, And it's because I have a lot of overhead. I'm just exactly like you talked about in the wholesaling business. We have to, we have to spend a lot of money on marketing to do the volume that we do and run the business that I run. Uh, We, we spend a lot on marketing and uh, I have a lot of overhead. So we got to bring in the, bring in the profit right to uh bring in the, de- the deal flow to make yeah, that sure. profit margin so and uh but i'll tell you what i love i love the structure of my business so it's very different like we're and so so okay uh you flew out to nashville uh so we had we had a seven-figure event in boston um, in july it was july right Yep. Yeah. Okay. Seven figure uh, event in Boston in July. And I had bought an airplane last year and it was the event before that we were in Keystone and you were like, dude, I, I want to come out and see your operation and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, man, like you can come out here, but, um, I don't really know what you like. We're going to be hanging out of my house. So you're like, that's fine. I say, you know what? Look, I'm flying my airplane, uh, that I just bought up to Boston in July. Why don't you fly out from Utah, up fly to Nashville come a couple days early, hang out with me. And then you can fly with me up to Boston in the plane. We'll just, you know, hop in. We'll pick, we picked back up on the way in uh, Pennsylvania. And I think Nate flew with us too, right? Nate, yep. uh, my COO, he, he went with us. Um, so you flew out here and you had probably had this like idea that you were going to see this like incredibly like advanced wholesale operation and all that stuff. And you were going to, I mean the whole time. So Okay, what did you think that you were gonna get from that and what did you get from that?
0: I wanted to see the machine, right? I wanted to see all these cold callers in this, like the boiler room, right? Like everyone just making deals and stuff like that, but we didn't do any of that. And <laughs> it was awesome, like <laughs> it was so fun that we just gotta hang out. Like, so Bill picked me up from the airport and then we, We just did fun stuff. So like, I'm going to talk about that was, and the coolest thing about that trip is we rode scooters and we ate good food and we did a ton of fun stuff that was more just for my, my building that confidence is that you're like, dude, I kept asking you, what do I do? How do I change? What do I fix? How can I be better? And you're like, dude, you're killing it. And to me, that perspective didn't exist. I was like, no, I'm not. You're doing a million deals and I'm not. How do I get to doing a million deals? And it wasn't that. It was your what you're doing is really good, right? And just like what you're saying, you're not a great flipper. Your flipping business is okay. I feel like I'm a great flipper. We're real. We did a house, a forty thousand dollar house, in seven days. That to me was like, yeah, we we're legit. We can really we're really good at flipping houses. And I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't realize that. Until you put that in me. And that's, that's again, what is so cool about, I didn't see, I didn't see, I didn't meet one person from your operation. I met (laughs) Nick and we flew in a plane and we, he was like, he was on Dramamine. And so he didn't (laughs) talk anyway. That's right. It was, it was so fun just to be able to chat and talk and just be real with each other. I saw that you were a real kid and you were a dad of three boys and I'm the same way. Right. And, and that's the biggest thing about this group is that we're we're real guys doing real things. And, and my business doesn't have to look like yours. Right. It doesn't. I'm still we're going to do 40 deals. We'll be a million dollar company this year. That's pretty cool. But I'm going a different route than what you are. But I take all the good that you're doing and I put it into my business. And I do that with Becca's business and with Adam Ray. Him and I were on the phone for an hour this morning talking about a multifamily deal. Like I'm gonna take some of that and take all of the good and make it my own and create my own path. I don't have to follow the path of everybody else, and that's okay. But before that trip, it it didn't seem like that. It felt like I was doing something wrong and I wasn't doing it right. But you instilled that that confidence in me. So that was that was worth more to me than seeing the machine and and seeing what you were doing because I I couldn't use all that. I don't have 10 employees. And I have three or four, I have four employees, and that's it. Right. And so our businesses were just different. But that was the best part. And it was that, that was the best week of our business. And I'll talk more about that at Flip Hacking Live. But we did a, a ton of business while I was riding scooters with you, which was, again, a huge confidence builder for me.
1: Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to like steal a, your thunder from alert, from yeah. the event because, but I'll tell you what I do want to, I, I know I wanted to talk about that, but I also want to make sure that everybody that's listening, um, we just cover what you would get if you flew down to Nashville here to spend a day or two with me <laughs> because I just don't have the time for everybody to fly down to Nashville. This worked out awesome. Like we got, I knew that we had this trip going. I, I set aside a couple of days. I mean, I don't know. We did, I mean, you had to like follow me around on a couple of errands. We're just hanging out with my kids. You like help me put them to bed and read them stories and play with them. And I wasn't really doing anything. We just, uh, my normal days where I might, you know, jump on the, uh, we, I think, I was on email for like an hour or two. And then you were like, that's good. I got a bunch of work to do too. So we can do it. Then we went down to Nashville, like road scooters, ate uh, cookie dough, um, edible cookie dough at a place. Yeah. That was awesome. And uh, just kind of hung out. And I felt like I was this just, uh, it was almost like we were playing ping pong. Uh, I was just like holding up a wall to you because you kept saying, like, you told me about your business. And then you said, yeah, about how profitable it is and how how much you're doing and how great it, is and how many deals you're doing. And then you were like, but okay, so like, where should I spend more money on marketing? And how, who else should I hire? And how can I double that? And all of these things. And I really just wanted to say, like, is that what you want? Or is that just what you think you want? And that, because that's what I have. And so what is it? Like, And really, I think we spent more time talking about like your family and where you wanted to go with your life and, and what you want that from the business side, how can it support what you want to do? And what it turned out was, I mean, you have exactly what you want right in front of you. Keep doing that. And I think it was just exactly what we talked about. It was more of that, just you got permission to do it and, and really feel like, um, you pretty much make just as much money as I do without all the headaches. So uh, it's probably pretty good. I don't know Uh,
0: about that, but...
1: (laughs) We'll see. I don't know if you really are going to put up your W-2s, then we can compare. (laughs) So, um, but I'll tell you, it's uh, it's just nice to see, like sometimes we just need that kind of validation or that... it's somebody else who we respect and is another professional to say, Hey man, uh, you know, we could trade places at any time. I really think that you have it great too. And that's just kind of it sometimes is, you know, it's just a couple of, you know, just, dads and business owners getting together talking. And that's kind of what our meetings are like. And that's what this event is like. That's what Flip Packing Live is like. It's not a bunch of people with chips on their shoulder and stuff. It's people sharing what we're doing, how we're doing it. So you can take that exact system and plug it into your business. I mean, it's not a room full of 30,000 people that we're sharing with exactly what we're doing all around the country. It's a small room. It's a, a bunch of people who are sitting there just scribbling down notes and taking pictures nonstop of these systems so they can go home and each one of those in my mind should be a million dollar system if you do it right. And it's all, I look at my business like a giant Frankenstein model of all the people that have come before me that I've respected as professionals doing their job and their business. And I've taken it and made it my own. I mean, that's it. And it's what you're doing right now and you're doing a great job of it. And you take a couple things that I'm doing and a couple things you're like, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want that. And, uh, so it was cool. I had fun. The best part of that was when we got to fly up to Boston in my mind, and we flew through up the Hudson river through New York at a thousand feet in this little airplane. I, 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 I like, I saw, you see the, uh, uh, Statue of Liberty off to the left to the one world trade to the right. Um, all like the buildings of New York, I'm just sitting there going, man, I really wish I didn't have to fly this airplane so I could pay better attention. Uh, <laughs> and you're like taking pictures and video and all this. It was just so cool to do that. Um, super hot at a thousand feet with a plane yeah. that doesn't have air conditioning, but it was like, so we nice. We like
0: skim the hair of the Statue of Liberty <laughs> almost. Like it was amazing. I agree. It was probably the coolest experience of my life. Like flying up the Hudson at a thousand feet was incredible.
1: Okay. I've been flying for like for 17 years and it was one, <laughs> it was probably one of my top flights of all times. So uh, you, I've done you a lot can't. of
0: flights in a commercial plane, but okay. that was my first small plane. And, probably my last and it was you can't beat it it was incredible yeah,
1: you got nowhere to go but down it's like exactly. uh my my son is five years old will and we flew up to georgia tech and one of our members anew he got us uh some uh press passes he got us on the field he's in atlanta he his neighbor does the video for uh georgia tech football and so they got us on the field with the the re- rambling wreck rolling out all the team running out we're standing right next to the 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 tunnel where the team runs out, and this is his first football game that he ever attends. Like I am totally screwed. I can <laughs> never, ever top that. Like that's awesome. I I have to actually play in the game to top that now. Right. And so and he looked at me and he goes, "Daddy, when are we going to get on the field to play?" And I said, "We're just watching the game today, buddy." So, um, so cool. same thing for your flight, but that was awesome. And then so we we need to touch on this seven day flip. So. um, yeah. So I, I know that you're going to talk about that at Flip Hacking Live, I think. Is that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Are you going to show people how they can do it too?
0: Everything. We've created a, a template of if you follow, we're going to do it again. We have another one scheduled for two weeks and we're going to just make sure that this process is fine tuned and we're going to do it. We don't know what house it's going to be yet, but we're going to do it. And so we'll buy the house and we'll flip it in seven days. But we just want to make sure that we, we have this system so we can teach it to people like if I would have was given, if I was in my corporate job and I knew I had a week of vacation and if I could flip a house and make 40 grand with that week of vacation, that would have changed my life. Right. And that's the formula that we want to teach people. Hey, look, you have a corporate job. You don't have time. You don't have money. I get it. But we didn't do any of that. Right. We. We planned it and I didn't need time. I didn't need any money. I didn't put any money into these deals and we did it in a week that I could have done on my vacation, right? If I would to take a week off instead of go to Hawaii and flip a house and make $40,000, that would have changed my life, right? And that's what we want to help people understand is, is how they can do that. So we're going to give you everything. We're going to give you a to Z exactly how we did it, what our spend was, what, our, our timeline looked like what we had to get done, how many people we had, all of that stuff. I'll, I'm just going to be a total open book and give anything that you want. We'll make it make sure that you could totally do a seven day flip.
1: Awesome. So I'm assuming that something like that takes, uh, the right people and some preparation, probably like some planning up front.
0: Nailed it. Our two, I asked my project manager, what are your two biggest takeaways? And he said, planning and people. Yeah. We planned it super, super well. We knew exactly what was going to happen. We even planned for what we didn't know what was going to happen. What are, the, what are the contingencies that, what if something happens or what if guys don't show up? How do we accommodate for that? So we knew everything. So planning, and then we had the right people. I had the right project manager. I had the right contractors. I had the right subs, all of that. And that's exactly what it was for us, planning and people.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, honestly, just if you listening to this, write that down because it goes for just about anything that you do. So yes. a pr- proper marketing campaign being rolled out planning and people uh, yep. proper, you know, sales process, you know, planning and people like refinement changing, like you're going to get better on the next one. You get it down to six and a quarter days and then you get yeah. it down to five <laughs> and three quarter days. The next thing you know, like Tyler, will have a house sold completely flipped renovated and sold in like a half a day.
0: So uh, here's, here's a secret. Uh, we listed it on Wednesday, yeah. and I just got two offers on it about an hour ago. So we're 11 days in this project, and we already have it under contract.
1: So- nice. I was going to ask you if you have it sold yet because yeah. I, yeah. I saw it's- your I saw your last video. I've been following this with, uh, yeah. on your page and stuff, so I saw the last one. You're like, we're going to have it sold by the weekend. I'm like, I'm getting them on on the weekend. I want to see if you got it sold.
0: Yeah, we we got it. And we have two offers and we had an open house today. I bet we get more. So I'm going to wait it out the weekend and see who gives us the best offer. But keys to contract is going to be less than two weeks. That's so awesome. By the time we got keys to by the time we got a contract is two weeks. So that that's a cool thing, right? That's, I think it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You're better than us. Uh, we, have, we have keys to demo in two weeks. Right. <laughs> so, and you know, all it is is like, like you look, it's, we've talked about it before. It's that like, if you can do it, I can do it. So you, yep. you do it. Somebody else does it. Somebody else does it. It just becomes, it becomes the norm. Then there's going to be people who are going, wait, you don't have like the three minute abs. I got four minute abs. Like right. you got this, we got the six day flip now and then the five day flip. And uh, are we talking work days or business days? Is yeah, there a holiday in too. there? So, I mean, <laughs> look, I think it's really cool. I've been, I've been watching it. I've been following you and you're just spending some time with you, getting to know you like, it was it was really fun having you come out and getting to know you a little bit better. And sure. I feel like, you know, we, we had spent some time on some video calls and at events and things like that. But that's that's what I really love about this group. It's just kind of people that we want to hang out with. And so is Flip Hacking Live. It's the same. Like you show Absolutely. up. The people that are there are just, they're people that you would, like, honestly, we would invite, I'd invite all those 500 people, 600 people, 1,000 people over for dinner at my house. They're just the kind of people that I want to spend time with. And that's who we want to attract. And that's the kind of people that we I want to do business with. And I want to make sure, like, you've got the drive and you've got the, um, the ability, the know-how, all that stuff to really grow a business and be successful. And it's just about, you know, giving you the right tools and putting the right people in place and surrounding yourself with the right... Um, Uh, the right folks. This, this concept has been around forever. It's not like a mastermind group is brand new. It's just become this like really big word that everybody throws around now. I mean, this hundreds and thousands of years old. I mean, come on. It's um, hot. Okay. We can, uh, I can go down, I can go down that road pretty deep, but what, you know, it's just the fact that we have, what I love is the kind of people that we have are the kind like any single person from our mastermind group says, Hey, I want to, I wanted to go fly in the plane to Boston. Like, sure, come over to the house, stay in the house for a couple of days. You're like, Hey, uh, where should I, should I get a hotel or what should I? It's like, dude, no, you're staying in my house. <laughs> uh, he's like, Oh, it's fine. I'll sleep on the couch. Um, so it's just it was really cool to hang out with you, and it was really nice to get to know you. And then uh, when you you flew from Boston back to uh, Utah, and I was able to bring a couple other people back with me from from Boston to fly back. So it was that's cool. Awesome. And because Becca stayed, and you flew back to Utah, and then I was able to uh, bring Ryan and uh, somebody else back. So it's kind of cool. So um, hopefully, I get to do more of that as we have uh, other events and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of I love the fact that I have the ability to kind of. Be in Atlanta and home on the same day. I've right. Never had that before.
0: And one thing that that you asked me why we were in Nashville. You said why Why do you renew with this group? Why do you want to be a part of this group? And and my answer to that was that these I want to be with my friends and I want to be with my family, right? And no other group would per, would provide that opportunity. Bill Allen is like my best friend and Adam Ray and Becca Shea and all of these other guys. I want to go and be with my friends, right? The Eagles. I don't want to go and hang out at the Ria's with the turkeys. I want to go and be with guys that are better than me and smarter than me and better looking than me in your case, Bill. Right. But
1: (laughs) I hope you're not watching the video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But to me it was, I want to be with these guys that I love and that I care about and that have helped me but then I could give back value as well, right? That's what this whole group is. There's no take, there's no pound on your chest and I did more than you and I'm better than you. It's how can I help you and how can you help me, right? And that's the best part about Flip Hacking Live and, and seven-figure flipping is it's my family. I I wanna be with these people. I wish we could, we all lived in the same city so we could hang out together, right? And go get dinner once a week or whatever, but... We, it's not possible but it's my family and that's what i love about it is that there's no one there that wants that thinks that they're better than you or that is going to tell you that you can't do it it's all about how can we help and how can we give back and that's what honestly that's what i think flip hacking live is is that it's it's all give there's no take i'm i'm not going to take anything from flip hacking live except stuff that's going to benefit me but i'm going to give everything that i can to help someone else if we help one person in in that room, if my speech helps one person change their life, that's a huge that's a huge impact. And so that to me is why I want to be a part of this group is just for that reason that it it is my family. Bill, hanging out with you and your kids, and I want you to come and hang out with mine, and we'll ride scooters in downtown Salt Lake. And I think that would be awesome, right? But it, yeah, it's my family. I'm there, man.
1: I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> come
0: I'll Steve, tell you come snowboarding. We have the best snow on earth. Haven't you heard that? So Oh, I've been there. I've been there snowboarding. Oh, I'm ready to go back. I'm ready. Yeah. So come, but, but that's, my point is that, is that I surrounded myself by good people and that's exactly what Flip Hacking Live is, is that come, I'll, I'll open up my books. I'll give you whatever you want to know. If you want to really do a seven day flip and that would be impactful to you, then I'll give it to you. Everything that I can, I'll to- I'm an open book. And everybody else in that room is the same way.
1: Yep. So if you don't go, he won't give it to you. So you better go. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) I'll tell you, the the biggest thing, the the reason that I asked you that is why you renew is because, you know, now since I've taken over the company, I I really want to get an idea of like the people that I want to surround myself with. And everybody in the group, like, why are they renewing? Like, what is it about us? Because I want to make that better. Like, I want to continue to deliver that value to them. And I want to make sure that we, um, that I, that I ask the question. It's not just like, I actually care. I want to know, like, what each one of our members gets out of this because then we can strengthen that area of the, of the group and make sure that it's powerful. And I can, I can make sure that we are providing the best and biggest value. Just like why I jumped in all of our Facebook groups and said, what's the, what's the single most impactful thing that we can provide for you at Flip Hacking Live in your business right now and in your business when you were getting started? because i i ask that question i want and people are giving me surface level answers i'm saying no no go deeper like what do you need like really take stock of yourself and your business and if you're in any of our facebook group if you're in the flip hacking group or if you're in the uh 6 7 or 8 figure house formula group i want to know that i want you to post that because i can i'm still messing around with the schedule a little bit i can still tweak i still have a couple openings like i got some wild card slots that i'm saving um really? to figure out who's going to go in there because this business is so dynamic over the next you know, month, somebody's going to do something like you're going to flip a house in six days. And, or you, you will have done that two weeks from now. And I didn't even know that that was happening. So I want to make sure that we've got some, uh, some kind of like wild card slots for people that are doing something that's brand new. So you also said, you know, like, I really want to be around my friends and the kind of people that, that I want to, you know, surround myself with, it's just like me, raise my family with just good people. And that's really the biggest thing for me. Like I want to figure out how we bring the right people into our groups, how we bring the right people to Flip and Live, and then we send them out into the world and they represent us and this community. And, you know, it's, it is our family. I really love it. And uh, it's good stuff, man. So, all right. So, <sighs> I'm ready to come to uh, Salt Lake. I'm booking my tickets now. I'll be out there Here. tomorrow. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, wait till it snows. Give it till November and then, <laughs> then come out.
1: All right. So um, Flip Hacking Live, um, I think we've given them enough to be excited about your presentation. Yep. Um, you know, we do. We talk about a lot of marketing. We talk a lot about sales. We talk a lot about key performance indicators, building a team. Um, and we want to talk a lot about flipping. You know, we want to bring in some flippers uh, instead of just feeling like it's wholesalers. A lot of people have given me feedback saying that uh, we have a lot of wholesalers here. So we're talking a lot. I think, I think in the flipping side of things, it's about the uh, process and the people management like you're going to talk about. And then it's also about the money raising side of things. Um, So obviously it's, it's deals and money in the flipping side and for the wholesaling side, it's kind of like seller leads and buyers. So those are the kind of ways that I look at what you're doing in those two businesses from a high level. So um, making sure that we have all that covered. So if you're a flipper, you know, feel really good about coming because you're probably gonna have to. You're gonna have to market yourself. Um, you're, even if it's just network or networking or cheap cheap ways to convert. Like you at three thousand dollars a month, if you can get forty deals a year out of three thousand dollars a month, I mean, you're squeezing the juice out of everything, especially in a market like Salt Lake City. I mean, mm-hmm. I got people that talk to me all the time, like Salt Lake City. It's too expensive. I can't get a deal. Uh, you know, all that stuff. The turkeys. It's the turkeys that are coming. Exactly. That are, that's, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the new turkey call. The turkey call is. <laughs> I can't get a deal, man. So um, so come out to Flip Hacking Live. Check it out. Tyler's going to be there. All the speakers that we've put on here are going to be there. And, you know, I, I talked about our trip. on. I did a podcast on gratitude, like probably go back like 15 podcasts ago, like really when I just started taking it over. Um, I just talked about gratitude. And one of them was, there's just kind of people that we have that get back and want to make an impact. And I mean, you showed up with like toys and sh- for my kids and shirt for me and like all this stuff. It's like, who does that, man? It's like the the coolest thing. It's just, I'm so thankful to have people like that in my life, like things showing up at my house and over Christmas last year, it was like, it's getting these like edible arrangements and these like different things from some of the members that were just thankful for a call that we had or something like that. It's just, these are the kind of people that are in, that come to this event and they just want to share because they get so much like we've been impacted so much by other people that when we can turn around and do it in reciprocity, it makes us feel really good. And I saw that in you, I read, I mean, in that podcast, I was like reading a text that you sent me and the text that you got because, and hopefully that was okay. Um, But it's just like, it's just unbelievable to see that that kind of stuff happening. And I feel like that event that you went to right after we spent time together was probably like your favorite event. I would, I mean, I I don't want to put words.
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, it was just us, like me asking you to teach one of the classes during that event and really feeling like you, have now become a part of the group and really have get, uh, delivered value. Like that text that you sent me was just amazing to see. So, if you guys listen to that podcast on gratitude, this is the Tyler that I was reading, that I was talking about, and reading the text, then you can go back and listen to it. And Kyle will put in the show notes for us. And um, so, come out to Flip Hacking Live. Like the Eagles are going to be there. Come soar with the Eagles, okay? Do you want to be an Eagle or do you want to be a turkey? I so, love it. Perfect I analogy. I know. We just got. I'm just going to put like eagle pictures
0: all. The way get so, <laughs> and Bill, just just quickly to your point as well. The coolest thing that I taught a class. It was the first time that I would ever taught a class um, to my peers. Right. I didn't. I always felt guilty that I wasn't up here. Right. And after we talked in Nashville and all that, I said, Hey, look, I really have value that I can give to these people, and I taught that class. And today, literally today, I or today yesterday, I got two thank you cards from some of the members that said, Tyler, your class was amazing. It changed my life. I'm super appreciative of it. Wow. You want to talk about gratitude to me, their gratitude towards me just was like, Holy cow. It's just amazing that I have so much gratitude for this group. It's changed my life. It really has. It's just been an incredible thing. And so I am so grateful that you let me come to Nashville and hang out with you for two days. And, I'm grateful that I didn't get to see the machine, right? Because I didn't need it at that time. I needed, I needed confidence and I needed someone to put their arm around me and say, Tyler, you have value and you can contribute and you're a player. And that to me was, was worth so much that super grateful to you and, and to those people who wrote me that, those cards. It was just a, a humbling experience, but super grateful to have to be a part of this group.
1: Yeah, and the, that, that little thank you note that you got that somebody took a couple minutes that's what i talked about on that other podcast as like very like go write some thank you cards to some people like if you're listening to this that little note will power tyler to go out and Absolutely. give 10 times more than he gave the last time so if you think that that person like that little gesture right there sent to the right person is going to increase the value add that they provide to that exact same person next time. And it, the value, you guys, all of you listen to the podcast that come out to flip hacking live, you're going to be on the receiving end of the gratitude, like the 10 X thank you that they got, because I'm telling you, like you taught that class, the next, the next event that you're going to go to is flip hacking live. And you, I I already know what you're going to talk about and I know what you're going to deliver and what you're going to give away and stuff like that is, and, it is it's it's like increased since the last <laughs> event of what what you were wanting to give and what it does is it fuels i mean i'm the same way it fuels me like when i get this stuff and from somebody who it was it was so insignificant in my mind of what i said or what i did or the little things that we do that it wasn't even a big deal it was like in passing it was a comment i mean i just had amanda hall on the podcast and she was like Adam Ray just did like some throw off comment to me at Flip Hacking Live last year. And it took my taxes from losing, like paying $30,000 the year before to getting a $31,000 refund this year. It's like a $60,000 offhand comment. So it's at Flip Hacking Live, not even at one of our mastermind groups. It's like, this is the kind of value that's there. If you're ready to receive it, like that opportunity is knocking for all of you guys that are listening. And you're if you're on the fence about coming, or even if you're not, you get on the fence and get tipped over. Like the opportunity is there. What are you going to do with it? It's a very small price to pay for the what if opportunity. Like what could be this thing that You're sitting there going, ah, you know, I listen to this podcast all the time. These guys are talking about this stuff. Wouldn't it be cool? And this is just step one. Like step one, we talked about seven figure flipping a lot on this podcast. For me, step one is you're already listening to this you know, check us out, see if we're the kind of people you want to work with, come to Flip Hacking Live. That's the lowest entry level to come check us out and see if we're the kind of people you might want to work with. And that's what you should do. You're like, don't, you like do not you do not need to go, you know, join seven figure if you're not ready. It's just not something to push you in there. It's come hang out with the Eagles, check us out, see if we are who we say we are, meet us in person. You know, we're here on the radio. If you listen to this on like iTunes or uh, something like that, you know, it's a voice, right? So come meet us, shake our hand. You're going to see that I'm like five feet tall. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing is super impressive. Definitely not good looking. Um, it, you know, it's just, we're just real people. And it's kind of cool. It's, it's real people doing extraordinary things. And that's the big difference here of, it, you could do it too. It's nobody's like extra special. We don't have a big S on our chest when we take our shirt off. We're just normal people. So, and that's what I loved about it. That's what changed the game for me. So, all right. This is gonna be my new thing. Like, come soar with the eagles. Stay away from the turkeys. Stay away. So
0: don't go to Rias. Don't Stay go. I, 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 you know, I don't want to crush the, the Rias. I don't want to the turkeys <laughs> and the eagles.
1: I don't want to crush the RIAs. Like, like the Rias can be good. I'll, I'll tell you right now, they're a great place to find deals. They're a great place to Absolutely. network, especially with new people. Get on that new wholesaler's list. Go meet that new wholesaler. Go run comps with them. Like, walk through the house, show them what the rehab is gonna cost, and you'll be the one that buys those deals. And they'll call you the first time next time. So um, until they until they learn not to do that. So the RIAs can be a good place for things like that, but it's definitely not a good place for like super growth, big picture mindset, depending, I don't know, maybe if you go to some of the San Diego's or LA's like the big ones, maybe there's people in there that are doing a lot of volume or big deals that you want to be, but you'll quickly outgrow that kind of stuff. And that's fine. Like those are the steps. Like I learned for free. I read books. I was on the free forums. I, I was answering questions on free forums. Like I knew what I was talking about when I had done no deals, it was embarrassed. <laughs> I looked back and I said, why was I doing that? So, um, you know, but anyway, come check us out. Flip Hacking Live is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have, I mean, Tyler's one of like 20 speakers. We have some just incredible lineup and I'm being, inc- I'm being very intentional about the structure of this event and giving you what you need right now in today's marketplace to, to do deals, to grow your business, to leave your W2 job, to figure out what it looks like for you to hopefully have that epiphany there at the event to say, That's what I needed right now. And my goal is through those 20 speakers that I hit every single person in the audience, what they need at the time that they need it intersects with that opportunity. And you guys either say, this is for me, or this is not for me. And you know, when you leave there, and then the the next couple steps to implement. So that's my goal. I've been working really hard on it over the next month. This is all I'm doing after today's like, rah, rah, like go to Atlanta, have fun. I got one month of like locking myself in this office um, to, to get get ready for this. So, um, okay. Flip Hacking Live, October 10th through the 12th, San Diego, uh, downtown Hilton Bayfront Resort. It's a beautiful hotel. It overlooks coronado and the base that i used to fly at it's so cool i can't wait to stand out there at the thursday cocktail reception for the bips and see the helicopters flying from the pads i used to fly from it's going to be awesome and you can turn around and look the other way and see the gas lamp downtown san diego all the skyline see the airplanes landing at um at san diego international just such a beautiful location i can't believe that we got it um and I hope to be there every year after. So stay at the hotel. Don't miss out on that. October 10th through the 12th, go to fliphackinglive.com. You can buy your tickets there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think probably in the next two weeks, we have like another week or two for the hotel before the hotel is going to be sold out and our booking uh, block ends. And then we'll probably raise up the price of the ticket. So don't wait to get your tickets. We are going to raise the price at some point. Um, but, you know, if you're on the fence, I hope you check it out. I hope, you know, come. Yeah, I realize that it is a it's a commitment. But... That's what this is. This is an opportunity to come out, get some information, see if, you know, that I know the is there, but you got a plane ticket, you got a hotel. I understand all that. And, uh, you know, if it's not, if you're not ready for it, that's okay too. Like there's, you know, hang out, uh, keep listening to podcasts and we're going to deliver content on here too. And like real things. So uh, I'm going to continue to bring value and, and make sure that you guys are getting what you need on the podcast. So October 10th through the 12th, San Diego. It's not to be missed. We'll see you guys there.
0: You good? Come hang out with me. I, I want to shake your hand and we'll talk about how we hate contractors and how all of the pains of coming with flipping with the house, how I, I, we had a, de, a dead guy in one of our flips and man, let's talk. Let's share war stories. Let's talk about it because I know that you can learn something from me and I think that I can learn something from you guys as well, which is awesome. It's a pretty cool environment to be in. Yeah. So come, come. Come see how I did a seven day flip, $40,000 in seven days. I'll give oh, it give you everything you want.
1: I'm going to be taking notes on that one. So <laughs> uh, the other thing that I want to mention is we did just roll out a uh, kind of VIP. We've never done this in the past, but um, the cocktail reception on Thursday that Tyler's going to be at, he's going to be giving away all kinds of stuff there. Um, so Thursday and then um, on Thursday lunch. Um, it's going to be me. I'm going to be doing question and answer at lunch uh, with me. So anything you want to know, it's very, it's very limited. It's just going to be our six, seven and eight figure members that are going to be there. And then anybody who's VIP and we got about 50 VIP tickets. That's it. So uh, very limited number of people that can be asking questions and stuff. Very like one-on-one kind of, you know, um, you know, everybody's going to be talking, uh, sitting down, moving around tables and stuff like that. Tons of incredible networking opportunities. And then the second day, it'll be uh, lunch with my team. So all my staff will be doing question and answer. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then you get in, you get to get in early, get up front, get the seats with some tables, write down stuff, and then we'll have a VIP lounge too. So, and it's uh, pretty low price. It's just a couple hundred bucks. So um, hope that you guys, uh, if that's for you, check it out. Um, you know, I'd love to kind of hang out with you at the cocktail reception. All the speakers will be there, all of our seven and eight figure members, everybody that's making, you know, doing a bunch of deals. So definitely the place to kind of network and, um, and talk to them you know, offline about what they're doing. So, um, all right, Tyler. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me on Saturday night, man. Tell your wife, thank you also. (laughs) And, uh, I'll see you in, I'm flying in four weeks. I'm getting on a plane. Uh, now I'm starting to get worried. So, uh, I'll see you in one month.
0: Nice. I'm stoked, dude. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Me too.
1: All right. I'll see you there. FlipHackingLive.com. Go get your ticket right after this. See you. Thank you for listening to the House Flipping HQ podcast with Bill Allen. If you haven't gotten your tickets to Flip Hacking Live to see our guests live on stage, sharing all of their systems and secrets, make sure you go to FlipHackingLive.com before tickets are sold out. This is an event you can't miss. We'll see you in San Diego.